Hi, everyone. This is Aisha and Julia. Welcome to Meet Me at the Bookstore, a podcast dedicated to all things bookish. Our intention is to create a cozy space to share our thoughts on the books we've read, the books we're currently reading, the books we're excited to read, and at the end of the day, simply share our love for books. Hey, we should start recording this immediately instead of our like half hour chat before. I know. That's why we're so awkward in the beginning. <laughs> I know, because we've just been talking about something totally separate. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're so excited that we're basically doing a second season. Yes, we are back, baby. <laughs> But yeah, I just wanted to say to our audience who's been listening to us from the start, thank you for continuing to listen to us and, you know, our shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? We, we're a little, we're just, I mean, I won't talk for both of us. I'm a little rusty with the whole, yeah. whole talking thing in general. Yeah. In general. Um, I think it's just being recorded for it. Um, yeah. Because like, I'm happy to be chatty, while. but... Um, yeah anyway no. <laughs> season two super excited the two of us were just saying when was the last time we talked and actually two weeks ago and that's when we spent quite a bit of time planning out the season yeah we got the whole excited. thing laid out excited to see where this goes but should we go into our current reads yeah let's dive in do you want to go sure so i am reading a book on amelia Earhart called I Was Amelia Earhart by Jane Mendelssohn. And I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I used to be really obsessed with Amelia Earhart. I think she's one female figure that a lot of kids in a Western curriculum end up learning about. And obviously she was such a badass and really cool and has a very intriguing mystery surrounding her. And so I was in this secondhand bookshop on the Lower East Side and I just picked up this book and I flipped through it and the writing was so beautiful that I just went ahead and bought it. It's definitely not typical to something I would buy or have read recently, but I have to say, I mean, it's definitely an older book. I'm actually not sure when it was published, but it's, I think it's a bit older. Um, it's so beautifully written. It, it's not poetry or prose. It's straight up a book, but it's just the descriptions are so stunning and the way she gets into Amelia Earhart's head is like nothing else I've ever read before. I mean, I don't know if I've read that many books about Amelia Earhart or in her perspective, which this is, but she has this angle where Amelia Earhart actually was very, was daring to the point of knowing she might die. And it, it's a very poetic outlook, I think. It's just really an interesting perspective of who she is and the type of person she was. It's so fascinating. And a lot of the book also takes place after the supposed plane crash. And so that's really interesting. I mean, in this book, she, I don't know if it's all going to be a fever dream, but at this point, it's like she's living on an island. Like they crashed and they're surviving. Her and her navigator are surviving on this, uh, this paradisical, how do you say that? Paradisical, parad- a pit, an island. <laughs> Whatever. It's a small island in the Pacific. Yeah, it's so interesting. And I'm so happy I picked it up. And I'm really, it's such a hidden gem, if you will. So wait, (laughs) is it from the perspective of Amelia Earhart? Like she's telling her story? A lot of it is, but it's also, um, some of it's third person. Some of it's from her direct perspective, but it flips in and out. Intrigue. So it's in a situation if, because obviously we don't know what happened to her mm-hmm. in the situation that she's just 
landed on an island and is just living there. Yeah. And so it starts off a little before that. It starts off with her preparing for the trip and you kind of find out, I don't know how true this is, but you find out that she didn't really have high hopes for finding the island, the specific island, which is Howard Island. She was supposed to have a signal there. She wanted a signal there because it's a very small island and back then, you know, so hard to find. And her husband, who was her PR and planned a lot of her trips, didn't want to have a signal person or whatever it was there because it would cost more money. But then he told her to take a long trailing wire so it'd be easy to contact people with a radio. But she thought the trailing wire was too cumbersome because it was so long. So she decided not to get the trailing wire, which was why it was so difficult for her to radio for help or anything. And then also her navigator was an alcoholic and was like drunk. And then she was incredibly reckless. It was like all these factors that kind of led to her not finding the island. I mean, they also ran out of fuel, but yeah, so they crashed and it's her and her navigator living on this island. And just, just when you, the way she gets in her head and the type of person that she builds Amelia to be is just so fascinating and so different than anything else I've ever read or thought. I'm intrigued. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'll go into what I'm reading or started to read. It's been really slow, but I'm meant to be reading a book called From Fury Reborn, and it is by a British author called Frances Ellen, and came across her Insta last year when I started the bookstagram, and she was basically asking for reviewers for her prequel novellas. And so I was like, well, why not? Let's do it. So and fun. So Are they YA or, or not? They're, they're more YA. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was really nice, like building this relationship with this new author. And oh, cool. I, I follow her. And so I've been seeing her post promotional stuff with its release date, different characters, cover art. And I really appreciated that she reached out and yeah. said, hey, would you like to review this? And I was ecstatic. Yeah. <laughs> Are you liking it? I am literally two chapters in. <laughs> For our audience, I came back from England like two weeks ago. I've been really busy with work, changing projects. So my bedtime reading has been fairly non-existent. <laughs> So yes, kind of hard to talk a bit more about this specific book, but I could talk a bit about the the prequels. Actually, read my reviews on my bookstagram. We'll mark that. Plug the gram. But um, the first prequel novella is A Queen to Come, and I'll just say the magic is is quite different. I think what I was I would kind of picture in a way like the Mortal Instruments or Harry Potter, where you have this magical world, and then you have the human world also happening. But the humans can't know about this magical world. They basically are helping protect us from these bad beings. Um, So I like that. But I do think the concept of the magic is quite different. So there's these five asters and they were born with specific different types of magic. This one I'm reading from Fury Born. It's told from the perspective of Nathan. His power is flora. So that means he could control the nature around him. This is sounding very much like um, Tamora Pierce, the the circle of five, I think it's called. Yeah, it's like the circle. It's the circle open. It's like with these five kids and they all have different powers. And Briar is the nature plant controller mage. So, I mean, I'll be honest. As I picture these characters, I don't know why, but I'm picturing the setup from the Netflix show Fate Wink Saga. If anyone watches that. They're basically just a bunch of students who are like 
fairies. Oh. But you, you've got people who are like, who have the magic, but then also people show? who don't. It's an American show. But so like you have these five asters who have this magic, but then there are these other people who have strengths in certain things, but maybe they don't have super strength or control flora or mm-hmm. healing powers, but their strength is in combat or mm. diplomacy. But yeah, I like it. Each of her novellas ended with such a cliffhanger. Like the third one, the way it ended, I literally gasped. Wait, so this is like the... This is book one. So think of it like Throne of Glass, right? How Throne of Glass is book one. What I'm reading is book one. Assassin's Blade is more like a collection of stories before. Yeah, but that came out after. It came out after, yeah. Um, so she wrote the prequel first. Before. Which honestly helps because it's giving background. For me, at least, I, I know what's hap- going to happen okay. going into book the, okay. book one, like the context of it. Of the world. Uh, yeah, of the world. Okay. Um, for lack of better words, the drama they're referring to, okay, the, right. the, their trials and tribulations. I have yeah. that background knowledge to it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, is, she, yeah. is she gonna, Is she planning to self-publish the author? I think so. Like she, like her, if she's doing all these, um, asking people to read I, it, and I and think so. It might be like through, I want to say maybe through Amazon because like, uh huh. That's so interesting. She has posted things where you could get like Kindle version or like the physical yeah. copy version. Oh, that's so interesting. Um, I'll, I'll look into her. That sounds really yeah. Cool. I she's really sweet. So oh, that's nice. where I'm reading. Hopefully, get to it this weekend. Some more. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay, guess what? Because I know. I mean, obviously, it's like a fantasy book, but guess. What book I just bought on my Kindle? Akatar. No. <laughs> if you could see my face, guys. I think she looks very bad. <laughs> no, but you won't be when you hear what book I got. Is it still by Sarah J. Mass? No. Okay, wait. Oh, and Ember in the Ashes. Yes. Yay! <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm super excited. Okay. I, mean, I, I, might, I think I'll probably start it tonight. So. Yeah. Yay. Because yeah. I think, I mean, I don't think we've said this yet, but basically I've sort of had a reading slump over summer. I mean, I've constantly been reading books, but I haven't read as much as I would personally like. And I just need a book to really get me in there. And I think as we've talked about, there's nothing better for us than fantasy to really get us reading again. So I'm super excited to just get thrown into a whole different world that I've heard so much about. Yeah. <laughs> For all our listeners, new and old, we wanted to give a quick recap on our background and why we started Meet Me at the Bookstore. Yes. So as you may or may not know, Aisha and I grew up together in Saudi Arabia, and we've known each other since the fifth grade, which is, I think, 15 years ago now. Minimum 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Long time. Uh, And we were in school together through ninth grade. And even though now we live in different places, I live in New York City and Aisha lives in DC, we're still really close. And our love of books definitely brings us even closer. Definitely. I mean, we were influenced by a lot of different factors, you know, our family, family friends, and definitely um, school teachers, librarians. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, A lot of overlapping factors. Yeah. Um, but and I think we've said that we were quite lucky to grow up in an environment or a school environment that really encouraged reading. And we just had a lot of friends who loved reading, too. Or maybe we just inspired some. Of maybe them. we inspired everyone. <laughs> maybe it was I just think, us. Maybe we're just trendsetters. I think that's it. 
<laughs> we, we, yeah, I think that's we what it is. Fired the whole school. <laughs> we should just become the school librarians for that. <laughs> we and we really, are the school librarians. <laughs> from a working age of 11 years old, I was a librarian, basically. <laughs> we no. were the school librarians. <laughs> No, can't take that from Miss Dee because she was yeah. she was doing the Lord's work for all of us. Yes. No, we we were so lucky, and I we've mentioned her multiple times. Big big influence over the years. Coming to starting this podcast, so back in what like end of March, April, I was up in New York visiting Julia, and she was actually the one who came up with the idea and recommended. St- we start a podcast. So yeah, just took some time to brainstorm a bit, put our minds together and just thought, why the hell not? Yeah. And now we're here. Crazy. Starting yeah. our second season, which is so awesome. We continually have so many um, ideas. Really? It was just because the two of us before, when we were like catching up with each other during FaceTime, we would just spend a lot of the time talk about what we were reading exactly what we just read books we read back in the day yeah and the thing so is, there really was just no one else that I talked to who I talked to as much about books than you like we oh, just talked about books so I much think so naturally maybe I'm the linchpin of our friend group when it comes to book reading and whatnot <laughs> honestly I'm the linchpin inspired me with book reading you read you read a lot like I I feel like you read more than me I appreciate that and I will just let you know. And this is not any way to like make you feel bad, make me feel bad because everyone goes at different paces. Someone really literally posted saying she's already finished 100 books this year. And I'm like, oh, I was like in your life. How? How? Um, What, since January? Since January. I mean, I've had this conversation with Danielle. You don't know what size of the book they're reading. They could be really short books. Yeah, you don't know. And so of course you could maybe hit that number. Um, again no 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 shaming there but yeah no so just with the podcast it's just two friends coming together talking about anything book related for the world to hear us in our crazy chats oh yeah (laughs) a lot of unnecessary laughter perhaps but I think that's the idea it's like anything related to books I think whenever we talk about books our conversations veer towards a book crush on this character or oh we didn't like this character or why we like this type of book so much, et cetera. I think we just realized that there was so much that we wanted to talk about surrounding books in general, not just the books themselves, if that makes sense. So yeah, guys, strap in for this season because it's going to be a ride. (laughs) Exactly. Um, As I mentioned, we have so many things planned and we're going to be talking about more genres that we love and different characters that we want to be or date so yeah keep listening for for more fun bookish chats should we then go into talking about our summer reading yeah let's get down to it but yeah you you so you started a bit about um I'm your excited. summer reading. Oh, I do have some favorites from the summer. So I really, I mean, Throne of Glass, honestly, was still such a highlight. I did read that towards the beginning of summer. It still counts. Another fun book that I read recently or in the past few months is The Girl and the Goddess by Nikita Gill. And I don't think I've talked about this on here, but I really enjoyed it. I'm a big fan of Nikita Gill. She writes poetry and her books are prose. And this book is 
it's written like a story. So you do read it front to back and there is a storyline running through it, which is really cool. So it's almost like one of those epics that we had to read in school or, you know, on your own, whatever. But so there's, it's like poetry and there's a storyline. It's really beautiful. There's a lot of trials and tribulations and there's gods and goddesses who, you know, interfere in a way. It's just a super beautiful book. It's about a young girl growing up in India and it's you can really relate to the things she goes through and also the ending is just so beautiful and really reminds you of your power as a woman and you know who you are and just your place among the stars and the myths. So I really enjoyed that. Highly recommend. Also, when I was in England, I actually so I was staying at a uh, with, a, with a couple of friends, but one of my friends, I picked a book out of her bookshelf and it happened to be P.G. Wodehouse, Carry On Jeeves. And I have never read P.G. Wodehouse. He is so funny. Like, you know, sometimes you have those books that are, you know, because they, they're written in the 20s or at least they take place around that time period anyways. And some of those books, you're like, I can't really relate. You know, like if someone said, if someone back then said this was funny, I don't think I'd find it funny now. Straight up, his books are still so funny. The characters, I don't, they're all just, it's like very tongue in cheek about British society. And the characters are just so funny. Basically, the main character, the two main characters, one is this young man who's actually around our age and he comes from this aristocratic family and he seems to not have to do anything for work, but he's always going around getting into like scrapes with his friends and completely incapable of doing anything by himself. So he has this butler. This butler is Jeeves and he's like this genius or basically he's made out to be because he solves his master or his client's problems and he comes up with these like funny solutions and is always taking care of things and it's just it's just such a funny read but I'm really happy to have discovered him and I can't wait to read more PG Wodehouse in the future because I definitely will be doing that. Um, another fun book that I read was a book that I found when I was in the Sillies. So I was also in England uh, on a separate trip than Aisha, but we'll get to that later. And I went on a sailing trip to the Isles of Scilly, the Sillies Isles, the Isles, whatever. It's, they're called the Sillies. Um, not to be <laughs> confused with Sicily. No, that's different. <laughs> Sorry, the Sillies. I was gonna say, I mean, it sounds silly, but if that's what they're I'll stop. I turn my mic on just so people can hear me laugh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's this archipelago in the south of England. I don't need to be going to this, but they're they're beautiful. Highly recommend going. But I went on a sailing trip there. And it's this, you know, a part of the world, part of England that I have never visited before. And while I was on one of the bigger islands, there was this little shop that also sold books. And I found this author and she's not local to the islands, but I think she's local to Cornwall itself or at least England. And she wrote this, it's not a series, but it's a collection of books that are all murder mysteries. And each one takes place on one of the main islands. I thought that was so fun. And because I don't know about you, but I love it when you start reading a book or you read a book while you're traveling to that location. It's, it's almost like Inception because you're there, but you're reading about it. <laughs> So any, did you have any other like favorite summer reads? Uh, no, so those were like my main favorite summer reads. Also, I mean, I mentioned, I'm, I mean, it's still summer, obviously, and the current book I'm reading now, I'm finding really fun and I'm very excited to read The Ember and the Ashes. That will also be a summer read. You know, summer's still here. Definitely still have some fun reads planned. And then I think I'm very excited for, you know, fall cozy reading vibes. I feel like I always pick up reading in fall because, you know, during summer, I always feel like I have to be outside walking, biking, you know, whatever. But yes, so... 
excited to pick up my reading. And as you know, I start to read more when I have the most to do. And for all of you, I'm moving um, out of New York (laughs) at the end of the month. So you can bet I'll definitely start reading more instead of packing. (laughs) You're just trying to finish books before you go. That's what it is. Sure. Yeah. Two of them are on my table, (laughs) but whatever. (laughs) No one needs to know that. Exactly. Uh, Minor details. (laughs) Because I'm moving, I've been trying not to buy books, as many books as I usually would. I think, I mean, I've talked quite a bit about my book addiction on this podcast. So I've definitely put a lid on my book buying. And I've given away a lot of books recently, which is wild. I mean, I've built up such a collection here in New York, and I'm having to dismantle that and then I'll be sending a lot of books home and then you know I'll just have to restart my collection again not from scratch but still so I mean that will be an adventure that we can talk about in due time I also found some new bookstores in New York recently that I really liked. I mentioned the book I'm reading now. I picked up at a secondhand bookstore. It's called Sweet Pickle Books on the Lower East Side. And they also sell pickles, which is a unique selling point. They make their own like branded pickles. This is something we need to consider for when we do open our bookstore in due time. Selling pickles. Not pickles, but having, you know, a unique aspect. Oh, yes. Oh, to yeah. To the store. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've already told you my business plan. Yeah. No, I like it. Also, I found a bookstore called P&K Knitwear, which is a bookstore. <laughs> I promise. Um, I won't go into why it's named that. I attended a book event there. It was a poetry reading. And I think it's quite fun because I haven't been to many book events. I attended one in London. I'll talk about that later. But I just... I, don't, I think it's because, you know, for a huge amount of the time I've been in New York, it's been COVID. And I just, yeah, I haven't really been to any book events. And that's something that I'm really excited to do more of in my life. So, yeah, that's me and my summer bookish things. I, I read quite, so to me, like, I'm defining summer as really, like, quote unquote, school summer, which is this June through August. May is part of the summer, but I'm just not going to include it really in terms of my summer reading. So I read quite a bit up until my trip in England. And then like I've been tracking, you know, how many books I've read on a spreadsheet. And it took quite a dip in, I think, yeah, July. I mean, I was busy. I was like basically out the house every single day. And it's okay. You don't have to read every day. You don't have to like be reading also X amount of books a month a year whatever it's fine to take breaks you know go at your own pace but i i will share the top books in the summer so bear with me because i have quite a few and ember in the ashes and the last two books of this series are during this time frame loved them i'm really excited for you julia for you to read it and i want to hear your thoughts on it because it's more fresh in my mind than say throne of glass so i think conversations will be I can at least contribute more to this conversation compared to Throne of Glass where it's just more of a memory well very excited to chat about it (laughs) and Amber in the Ashes was the first fantasy series by a POC author with POC characters so I think that's why it's even more special Mm -hmm. versus like Nestorine was the first POC Mm -hmm. character in a fantasy book that Mm -hmm. I've come across but white author and Amber in the Ashes brown author brown characters I'm a brown person, so loved it. The reading list, I have to add. Loved it. I ugly cried. I I was reading this. (laughs) I fully was ugly crying in Canada when I was there for Danielle's wedding. 
in the airport, finished it, Aww. waiting for their plane to come. And Megan is like sleeping next to me. And I'm just like, I Aww. need more tissues. I'm crying. <laughs> These people are just so cute and sweet. Yeah. That's what made it more emotional for me. Mm-hmm. In spite of everything that's happening. They were just all such wholesome people. Yeah. And uh, very realistically portrayed, I think. Yes. Yes. They actually just posted a review on it on Booksta yesterday. So <laughs> t- folks want to check that out. Please go for that. Now I'm getting into books that I read while I was in England. The Man Who Died Twice. It is a sequel for The Thursday Murder Club. And if you have not read that, basically, it is these folks in a retirement community who are solving a murder. Mm. And it is such a cute, eclectic group of older folks who are basically (laughs) just getting in the way of the police to solve, but they become (laughs) best friends with them. Mm-hmm. And this is the sequel. They're on a journey again of trying to solve a murder. I don't know. All people like that are just so cute and wholesome. If I end up in a retirement community, yeah, you bet really your ass I'm going to be one of those people <laughs> trying to solve it. Wait, um, that's so... It, did you really like yeah. it as a murder mystery? Yes, it's so Ooh. cute. Okay. Uh, I, lo- I mean, I it, love murder mystery. You know me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought it was really cute. It's a good lighthearted read. Yeah, recommend that. Next one is a thriller that I think is like a beach read of sorts if you wanted it to be, but it was a good quick read. It's called How to Kill Your Best Friend. I know that is quite the title. It was a very intriguing read to me as I read it. It was a mashup of the book um, called The Guest List Mm -hmm. by Lucy Foley, I believe, Mm -hmm. and this miniseries show called Harper's Island. And... Mm -hmm basically involves an island guys that didn't give it away someone died but yeah it was quite good it okay. predictable oh is but, there a wedding uh, is it during a wedding no so okay. three girls best friends swim team and uni mm-hmm. one of them's died and it's her funeral oh. and so it's like pretty little i've gone to this island <laughs> They got to this island where, like, her and her husband have a hotel, but one of her friends is just not believing that this is possible, like, Mm -hmm. that her friend drowned. Like, this doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So um, then some people start dying on this island. Okay, that sounds really good. I I quite liked it. I mean, it's a a one-time read, let's be, to be fair, because I know what's going to happen. But I liked it. The next one was The Soulmate Equation. Oh my god, this was such a great read. I think it's because I went in with no expectations that I really enjoyed it. It was quite steamy, tapped some parts in it. It was a great airplane read when my flight basically did not want to fly out the day it was meant to and flew the next day and kept me company. I would just like to say so much better than The Love Hypothesis. It's by yeah. um, Christina Lauren. And it's my first book by these two authors, combined pen names. Right, right, right. Um, It's my first book that I've read by them. But it is marketed as, you know, enemies to lovers. And I say this with air quotes to our audience. Or two people who don't like each other in the beginning and then become lovers. Because I personally do not believe in enemies to lovers that strongly in fiction or rom-coms like that. But I think when the characters were both older, late 20s, early Mm -hmm. 30s, Whereas, you know, Love Hypothesis, I mean, she was also actually, all of us technically kind of our age, but 
which I, I, leave, was, I always forget because she acts I, so much younger. I know. It's, I'm I like, mean, is she 20? And I don't know. I think it's because our female character, she's already mature because she has a child. Mm. And this man also quite mature. So I think that that played it really well that I was like, all right, mature couple here. It might come up for the next book I'm going to bring up. I don't think there was much of a miscommunication trope in this. So that might have helped okay. as well. Um, but yeah, it was a really cute, quick read. I want to read more from them. So that was great. I will wrap up with Book Lovers. I loved that book. I was sobbing at the end because I am an emotional bitch. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Charlie. Like, he is wow. So your type. I feel like he's. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, literally, it's totally my type. Okay, you know on TikTok where you'll see there's videos that people make where, oh, you like you're texting with some, but if you catch yourself smiling while you're texting a dude, you're done for. That's, that yeah. was me reading this book because I was literally smiling <laughs> as I read stuff he would say or do. And I just looked like I had such a big grin on my face. I was like, oh, wow. Um, he had such good banter. That was the whole thing. Mm, he had mm-hmm, such good yeah. chat. And I don't think she realized it early on where I was like, you guys are chatting or emailing back and forth. This is yeah, flirty. No way. Like, Enjoy so it. But also, as I was reading it, I felt like it was like, do I need to move to a small town to find love? Like, what the <laughs> That's so fun. I feel like you also would be the main character of that book, too. The, 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 the woman. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, that's my, my summer reading. But as for like bookish stuff, yeah, I visited new bookstores. I mean, I can talk about that later. But I don't know. I guess it's because I had already a few bookstore tote bags that when I visited new stores, I kind of just thought, let's start collecting this now. I love bags. I love shopping. Love so bag. let me just make a collection of them. So yeah, everywhere I, I went to. Bag. Where are you? I think I think you got me into it now. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like I always take my strand tote bag. Just because it has like a pocket that's like really easy to take my phone out of. But mm. yeah, so to start doing that, discover that in the summer. You were talking about shopping. Every time I go to England, I buy a lot of books because books are significantly cheaper there. There's better <laughs> better promotions there. Waterstones, you get points for every like... Should be a Waterstones ambassador. Waterstones, I, sponsor us. <laughs> honestly... They had an event for these two podcasters who had released a book. And I was just thinking, so when are Julia and I going to write a book so that we could do an in-person Wait, that's event? Tell me about those people. I want to look them um, up. I'll, I'll look it up. I, fo- okay. I follow um, my local stores, um, Insta. But yeah, I usually buy a lot of books in England. But this time, I think it's I have so many books here to read that I was just looking for ones that buy one, get one 50, buy one, get one free, you know, or like double points. And so I actually didn't buy a lot of books while I was there. If I did, they were really good discount price. It's I have so many books here to read. And so I came back and it was my book subscriptions or books I pre-ordered oh, wow. earlier this year. So I ordered special edition of from Blood and Ash. So I got like four new books that came in. Gotta read those. And then Barnes and Noble had 50% <laughs> off books. So I bought like two books while I was out there. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, like there's too many to read. And then wow, so I brought promotions I, really get you. <laughs> good promotions. I don't care. Like buy one, get one 50. Mm-mm. We'll see. But 50% off for a hardcover, and I'm getting you for 10 bucks. Hell yeah, I'll get it. Cause I'm not gonna pay 
20 or 30. But yeah, I got a lot of books to read. So I need to hit the books ASAP and just like get through this. And and then I have a bunch of my Kindle as well. So yeah, I'm going to try and I think if I'm going to, I don't want to say I'm not going to buy because I'm trying to be realistic. But I think if I do buy, it has to be a really good deal for me to get it. Why are you laughing? It's funny. I mean, we buy books in like a really different way. I feel like I don't really go based on promotions. Like if there is one, like great, lucky me. But like, I'm so random. If I just, if I'm in a bookstore and I'm feeling bendy and I see a book I like, I'll just get it. It just doesn't even matter if I'm like, if I really like the look of a book, I'll just buy it. And it, it's like probably a stupid way to shop for things. I, so, I mean, if but, it's on sale, it doesn't mean I'm going to get it just because yeah. you're 50% off or like $2. But I have to also like want to read you because so the yeah. soulmate equation, I got that and another book from this store that literally, I, soulmate equation, I got it for three pounds. What? Like, Whoa. yeah. But okay, they had also a, find, I feel like all the places I shop at don't do discounts. So no, the, the store like specifically all their books were discounted. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's where I've been with my books and I need to read a lot this fall. Like uh it's I mean, just I'm too much to, to read to read a lot. Um yeah, I think I, I realized also a, a reason why I haven't read as much recently is I've been watching quite a bit of TV. I've really gotten sucked into K dramas. This is very off topic, but I it's have fine. been I fully understand I I'm obsessed. I am here for it. I mean, we've talked a lot about enemies to lovers books and how much we love them. I just finished watching Business Proposal on Netflix, which is a K-drama series. It's like a one season series and it's got enemies to lovers. It's got fake dating. It's got so many good tropes. It's so good. I think you'd really like it. It's so good. I loved it so much. I'm actually completely there with you with being distracted by TV. I've really gotten to re-watching a lot of shows. TV's getting to be a distraction, but it's okay. Right? I, I really think it's okay. We both read a lot as well. And I think in life, we just need also those distractions of stepping away, different yeah. forms of taking a break, you know? Yeah. And I think that also when I have that period where I don't read a lot, I do tend to make up for it because I do feel so, like I feel empty inside I don't feel empty but you know there is that part of me like I have so many books I want to read I'm so excited to read so I definitely go full throttle ahead once I get back into it so I know there's gonna be a lot a lot more coming wrapping our first episode up yeah um glad to be back it was I definitely got into it more I felt like you know I was like all right no this is why we're doing what we do love love talking about (laughs) books can't shut me up we are back and excited for what's to come. I hope you are too. Anyway, guys, we are gonna we're gonna we're gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Before we say more dumb shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Hope you're sticking with us for the rest of the season. Yeah, and if if you haven't watched every single episode of last season, go go. Ahead. You got some homework to do. Put a pause on your TBR and uh, go listen to last season. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. We want to thank you for joining us today and hope that you will continue on this bookish journey with us. Don't forget to rate and follow us on Spotify. 